Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 53 of the Jake and Joe Show. I'm your host, Joe. And I'm Joe. No, 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 Slowing things down a little bit. Welcome, everyone, to episode 53 of the Jake and Joe Show. We got a good show planned for you. Well, I say planned lightly. We'll get to that later. We're going to start off talking about Mood Path. It's finally time. It's been three weeks since we first mentioned Mood Path. We're here to discuss the conclusion to the two-week-long test that it put us through. And let me tell you what, boys and girls, the results are as anticlimactic as you could imagine they would be. Woo! <laughs> going to move on into song of the week and then we're going to introduce a new segment we like to call tidbits cute crazy sound effect intro song anyway tidbits we'll get to that when we get to that so starting off with mood path jake how you feeling right now Give me a score. One to ten. Ten is the happiest you've been. One is you would be okay jumping off of a bridge right now. Where are you? Um, Probably uh, four. Okay. <laughs> How about you? I'm going to say I'm like a seven. I'm glad. Yeah, or an eight. You know, I'm not, not that close to <laughs> wanting to jump off a bridge. Okay. I guess that's relevant because we're, we now have to discuss our mood path results so let me load that up jake seems pretty uh laid back tonight so guys this is going to be a laid back show um i just moved my mic so you're going to hear some crazy noises but hey it's sunday night for us when we're recording we both know that well i have to return to work tomorrow jake doesn't but i do so we're mellow we're taking things slow. I'm buying time while we look up our <laughs> mood path results. I got my results right here. So, in the past, let's let me take a look here at my little uh, little tree. Well, the well path, I guess. Right from day one. Oh, that's like <clears throat> they came up with that app name. I know, right? That's crazy. It's actually a path of your moods. <laughs> right. Whoa. Let me just go over the overall mood. For every day for the first 14 days. Just real quick. Happy. Neutral. 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 Bad. Neutral. Neutral. Happy. Neutral. Happy. Neutral. Neutral. Results. <laughs> wow. So you're pretty. Uh, you're a pretty neutral guy. Yeah. So mine was happy, 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 happy. Neutral. Happy. Sad. Really sad. Happy. Happy, happy, happy. Then I missed a day, apparently, and then I missed a day neutral. And you were really, really sad because of your tooth, right? Yes. Uh, I hadn't mentioned it yet on the podcast, but I recently had a root canal done because I had a very deep cavity in my tooth uh, that was co causing some nerve issue. So I had um, a really, really sore tooth that was causing me to lose sleep and miss work. And uh, that was uh, wreaking havoc. Is that how you say that? Or wrecking yeah. havoc? Wreaking havoc on my mood. So it, it definitely showed. But anyway. So you had more highs and more lows than me. 
I I'm, was just I'm more of an extreme eh. guy. <laughs> it's life. You're middle so, of the road type of guy. I'm either one extreme or the other. Yeah. So what I had my results say there are no indications of a depressive episode. I did score it very high in low energy. That was so surprising to me. Usually when I think of myself, I think of someone who is, is ready crazy to run. Crazy high strung. You know? Right, right. So you're under So the way this is split up um it's split up into core personality or core depressive symptoms mm-hmm. and additional depressive symptoms. Um, so what, what was your sadness level? My sadness was about 25%. 25%, really? Wow. Mine was a- actually completely zero. I didn't have any sadness. I'm not a sad person. Even though I was really sad or really like down in the dumps for a, a few days, mm-hmm. um, it didn't record it that way, which I think is kind of interesting. I think um, these were more of like the questions. Oh, that you, you might had to be answer. right. Yeah. So you said you're you're you were low energy. How high was that bar? That's for like seventy five percent. Wow, that's crazy. Mm. So I'm I'm curious as to which questions it asked us that affected that bar. Well, I think there was a question. I can't think of the sadness one, but the low energy. There was a direct question about energy, like how. Like how energetic are you today, or that's or true, something like that. And there was another one that asked um, something like, "Are you feeling up to your tasks today?" Yes. or something like that. That was probably energy based as well. Yeah. So, or the things that you normally enjoy, not give you joy anymore. Or right. Something. So as you guys could see, <clears throat> the results really aren't that crazy, and we kind of knew they they, you know, they they wouldn't be. Um, I got the same thing. It says there are no indications of a depressive episode. I think this would have been a cooler experiment if you and I were like more emotionally unstable people. Right. Like I, I feel like we could have gotten some more interesting results had that been the case, but I'm not very emotionally volatile. I'm if unless like something really bad's happening in my life, like AKA my tooth hurting, I'm positive for the most part. Like that was that was visible in my results. Mm-hmm. Um, the first week, the first solid week, I was nothing but positive across the board. Um, I don't normally blame myself. It, that that was another common question to ask: was Do you blame yourself currently? Yeah, I don't blame I don't think myself. I ever said yes. Right, I don't yeah. like. I've never been like, yeah, I blame myself for. Actually, I did say yes to that one time when I had the worst tooth pain. I was oh, blaming yeah, myself. Cause... I'm like, why didn't I take better care of my teeth? Right. Like, this is my fault. This is happening to me. That's the only time that I would do that. On a normal day-to-day basis, I don't find myself blaming me. Yeah. It's everyone else's fault. <laughs> right, obviously. I think um, overall, this would be a really good app, though, for people who think that they might actually have, like, a depression or anxiety or something and then see what the app tells them. Um, if they don't feel comfortable with like talking to someone right away, that's because, a that's a good point. That's a good I point. think that's kind of what the app is for. It's more like having people g- gain an understanding, uh, so that they can go into like a medical professional. So um, you're what you're saying is it. like you could see this being an app that a medical professional would recommend. Well, I don't know. I feel like professionals would probably just say come in and talk. They'd rather just like have you just be upfront about it instead of waiting for two weeks, two weeks. Cause a lot can happen. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Especially that's if true. someone's really bad. Right. You know, this, this makes me curious if there are any other apps out there that do like 
not not necessarily looking for depression or something like that, but another similar type of like questionnaire every day and it will give you results after a certain period of time that would be more entertaining for us. I don't know. We could we should definitely check it out. We're not depressed people. I mean, you're a pessimist. I'm not a pessimist. You're a. Well, I, just I mean, can't you find gave me a four out of things. You gave, <laughs> you gave me a four out of ten on your jump off a bridge or great day. Four scale. is like where I hang. Like that's that's my that's pessimism, day. dude. It's not pessimism. Yeah, I'm not like thinking the worst. I just can't find happiness in everyday life. Well, then what do you call that? If you're not a pessimist, then what's the label you would put on not finding joy in everyday life? <laughs> well, I don't know. It's not I, depressed, I, clearly, because you're, that app didn't say When I think of pessimism, I think of people who are like unrealistically thinking that the glass is half empty and like the world's out to get them. Like I don't think that. You don't think the world's out to get you? No. I just uh, don't experience joy like most people. Like, okay, I think it's important to understand what you mean there because you say you don't find joy like most people. You're not saying you don't find joy. You just don't find it like most people or are you saying you just don't find joy like most know. people do? Dude, I mean, this could get deep because I don't really know. I don't know when the last time I was like happy, like physically f- happy where I could feel it. I don't know. Can you feel it? <laughs> yes. Then I don't. Then that's it. really sad, dude. I, I don't believe know. that's called. I, I believe the definition of like feeling happiness is euphoria. I could be yeah. wrong though. I know that word's used loosely. I'm looking it up right now. Euphoria, a feeling or state of intense excitement and happiness. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I think if you don't feel it for any other reason, you'll feel it when you get your grades back at the end of your first year of schooling or semester rather when you see because I, I feel like you take pride in what you do I mean you're very you know you're very you're doing like you're very what's the word I'm looking for uh consistent with like doing your schoolwork and making sure you're doing the absolute best job you can so I think when you see the fruit of your labor for that you might I got feel, my midterm grades back I was pretty happy with that but you but weren't I, like I didn't excited? feel excited at all I was just like well, good job so far, but I want to do better. You know what I right. mean? Right. So maybe when you d- get your degree, maybe. will you feel euphoric? I think I, maybe, you know, because I think that's going to be a major turning point for me. So, what do you think is something that would make you feel euphoric? Probably if someone gave me like a million dollars. Really? Yeah. That's like your answer right there? If someone gave you a million dollars? So money? Probably. money, Money is the key to your happiness, quite literally? Probably. I know people say that money is not the key to happiness. Yeah, that's ridiculous. But they probably have money if they're saying that. Right. Because I can tell you what, <laughs> if I had some money, it would be the key to happiness. I yeah. would not be living here. I would be in a nice house. I would have a nice car. Quality of life. You know, right. It'd go up. I'm, I mean, like, I'm, I'm happy now. I'm mm-hmm. not unhappy. But if I could be driving around a brand new Subaru, I would be happy boy. Nice blue and gold. And I'm not getting that without money. That's right. So. I don't know. Yeah, probably uh, getting the degree will make me feel pretty happy. Um, Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> I really want to like, maybe there's a, a quiz out there or like a app that can 
tell you whether or not you're a pessimist. Like it, it asks you I know subtle, subtle questions that you don't realize. Like they're not obvious. Like, do you look at the glass half empty or half full? Like that's right. too obvious. Like little things. Like I, I, I can't even think of anything. But just little tiny things that, depending on your answer, it's analyzing whether or not you're a pessimist. That would be cool. Because I think you are, man. I don't. I don't think you're like. I don't think you're the well, actual definition. Like I don't think you're a perfect case example or a case study for pessimism. But I don't think necessarily that you're an optimist. This is how I am. If I'm in a group of people and everyone's having a good time and laughing, I feel like I'm out of place. I feel like, I feel like, why can't I be as happy as these people? And it makes me, and then it makes it worse. So it's not pessimism, dude. It's just like, it's just like a disconnect somewhere. It bugs me. I'm trying to, I, I wish I knew more about like psychology, like what that is. Cause you're right. That's really not pessimism. Cause, yeah. Cause I'm not, I'm not like. It's not about a conscious it's not a conscious effort on my end, you know? And I feel like pessimism and optimism is a conscious effort. It's something that you know that you're doing. This is something that's subliminal. Right. Maybe maybe you're just I want to know, man. I want to know. I want to know. I want to know. Dude, I want to know. I want to know. That's an <laughs> NF. That, that that's an NF song right there. Oh, yeah. uh, this th this is what's weird to me is that you don't speaking of NF. Uh we're getting a little off topic here, a little off. This is tidbits. Well, we'll call this tidbits. <laughs> but you're you're not a pessimist, but you don't feel the joy that other people feel. Like exactly what you just said. Yeah. NF is very similar. And you say that you get wrapped into video games. We were talking about this before we started recording that you can connect with on an emotional level. Yeah. So why isn't someone like NF someone that you can connect with on an emotional level? Because he is, he has a very similar outlook on life as you. If I'm going to be completely honest here, and this is going to be like, this is, this is really weird. Cause it's like our podcast, right? I don't even tell people this, but that's, that's what a podcast I'm being is for. Completely honest. I think I like I've only recently come to this conclusion that I've I've been in denial almost my entire life of like my emotions and uh -huh. I have like a wall built up and I don't know where it came from that that's where I'm at right now trying to figure out why it's there why there's a wall and so I think maybe I want nothing more than to listen to stuff like NF and enjoy it and enjoy it and I I but there's like this deep subconscious thing that like when I hear stuff like that, it makes me think of myself and I want to deny that. So I don't, mm. I'm like, Oh, let's not wow, dude. focus on this, this is getting heavy and go and look at something else. Things that make me happy. And when I listen to music, well, you know, quote unquote happy, like that's, that's, that's what's weird about this is that you just said you don't like, if you're in a group of friends, right. And they're all happy. You I, wish you I could feel partake out of in place, that. And that makes it so much worse. So what's crazy is that, so if you listen to happy music, mm -hmm. do you feel the same way? Sometimes. Sometimes. I, I don't. So that sad music you want to like get away from because, because you're worried it will remind you of yourself. But then the positive music makes you realize you're not positive. 
but but sometimes I can listen to happier music. Like uh, I think I had Mika as my song of the week way back. Yeah, you did. And he's my go-to a lot for uh, well, one of my go-to artists for just like completely unchained, happy, don't care what other people think type of music. That's Carly Rae Jepsen for me. Yeah, you know, and and that type of music can be fun because it may maybe. On a deeper level, it's like an ignorance is bliss thing where right. I'm not thinking about things that I really should be tackling. So I'm just I'm just getting absorbed into 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 that. So But maybe, again, I don't know. Maybe forcing yourself into that is what you need. Like maybe you you said ignorance is bliss. So I mean, if 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 you want to figure out why that wall is there, you need to like try to climb the wall. So that means like doing things that you normally are like shy away from. Like I don't if, know, man. If NF is like the type of music you want to listen to and enjoy, I would need maybe a month you off. need to like listen to him, listen to the music, and listen to the words and what he's trying to, the message he's trying to get across. Maybe. <laughs> this I, is I this is able... really heavy for I, a hobby podcast. I, know. I don't think I would be able to like. I don't. I don't think I would be able to to just do that with my day to day life. I don't know. It, hey guys, uh, did you expect to come into our podcast? I didn't expect like, to talk about this. <laughs> this is some serious. You know, like we didn't. We have, we don't have this written down at all. No, it's it, no, not at all. In fact, we're the tidbit information that we have is all just like random funny <laughs> stuff. You know, this is uh, uh, we're like analyzing the darker side of you right now. This is weird, it's man. There, man. I mean. I really love scary stories and stuff and dark stuff. And uh, my stories I, I used to write were horror and like exploring like mental illness and stuff. And I don't think I have like a severe, severe mental illness, but it's always something that I'm like fascinated with. And I, I think, I think that we all have a wall like that to a certain extent, whether, yeah. whether it's like blocking out, like the, the the negativity we think we might have within us or whether it's like blocking out like other issues or whatever. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I, I think we all have a wall to a certain level. And I think there are people who don't may not have that wall. I feel like those people are like artists and stuff like that, which is weird to say. Cause yeah. I, like, um, or they're sharing their experience with like getting over it or, or, tackling an issue nf is an example right. of that um we talked about this um with adria when we were getting gifford's ice cream um last weekend was yeah, it yeah yeah uh we talked about uh the song how could you leave us because mm -hmm. uh, and nf that was my song of the week at one point uh that song nf talks about his mother ODing on prescription drugs and we I told you about how NF has a sister who he's like, he, he not only had to watch his mom go through an addiction to drugs and die, but now his sister, his little sister's following the same path as his mother and is abusing drugs in the same way. So he has and to you, see that happen. Right. And, and you brought up how it really shows like how strong of a person you are. Uh, NF is clearly a stronger person than his sister is because mm. instead of 
going down the taking the easy route and going down the same road as his sister and abusing drugs the way his mom did he turned that pain into something productive and he's using music as an outlet and he made a life out of it whereas his sister isn't so i don't really know where i was going with that other than he he clearly is working his way through the over right. that wall yeah using music that's where we were yeah um he he puts it he you, he words it a little differently. He has a song called Mansion, and he talks about how every room in his mansion is a different issue he's dealing with, and he's trying to open each door of the mansion throughout his life and figure out what's going on in each room as he makes his way through. And there are certain doors he just can't open up yet because he's not to that point, and he's hoping that someday he can get there. That is really cool. I didn't know that. That's a really cool like physical way to to think about your thoughts. He uh, he talks about how there's one room that has physical abuse in it because he was beaten by his stepfather as a kid. Yeah. And that's a, that's a room he just hasn't been able to touch yet. And he still hasn't written a song about that. He says he has a few written, but he's never released them because he's not ready for that type of thing. Um, yeah, he wouldn't, he wouldn't be able to perform it, you know. Oh, I can't imagine. I can't imagine. But yeah, I mean, he's, he's working on climbing his quote-unquote wall in a healthy healthier way <laughs> mm-hmm. but yeah anyway this is a uh, quite the quite the moving conversation. on now <laughs> <laughs> well, let's song get happy Woo-hoo! <laughs> anything else you'd like to say before we get to song of the week well pretty much it could be negating everything i just said but uh my uh thyroid hormone levels have also been like super low so i'm also like way more prone to um just like being way down in the dumps so that could be that could be why a big I'm also portion of it today. too you're you're gonna uh you're you're gonna get to where you should be your, your thyroid levels and you're gonna be like this episode was stupid i feel great let's go do something fun guys Woo! I, oh no no doubt sometimes i look back to like journal entries and stuff when i've been feeling really down and and i'm like well that was a really dumb way to to be you know <laughs> but it's not dumb it's just how you're it's how you are time. in the moment right yeah you know? Do you think, I and I, I know I've asked this before, have your thyroid levels ever been where they're supposed to be? I, yeah, I think we talked about it because I don't know. I mean, maybe the last time they were where they're supposed to be was um, maybe uh, when I was between 20 and 22 or 23. And how was your... tumor, the growth was growing for several years. How was your emotional state or me- mental state at that point in time? If uh, a lot of people around you were happy and in a good mood, did you have the same feeling you have now? Or did you find yourself able to, you know, join in? Uh, I think that there's a little bit of that, but never as bad as it is now. So maybe. So, yeah, I maybe, think it has man. a lot to do with it. So when do you find, when do you, when are you going to get what you need to get your thyroid levels to where they should be? Well, um, what happened was. After I got my radioactive iodine treatment in November, I was supposed to go get blood work done in December. Yeah. And I thought I did that, but apparently I didn't. And no one, and it's my fault, but also no one ever told me that I didn't do it. Right. And that the lab was, lab had been waiting for me. So I called up a, like a week ago saying, hey, you know, I, I think my levels are like way off. Something's not right. And, and I don't have any refills left on my medicine. And she's like, yeah, you, you know, you don't have your lab results in i was like what are you talking about she told me that i had uh labs due in like the beginning of december 
So I had to get my blood drawn last week and was waiting for the results. A couple days later, I call him and she's like, yeah, your results are in, but we can't tell you them because the endocrinologist is out all week. So (laughs) I've just been sitting here like taking my lower dose for the last three or four days to my huge detriment. And uh, tomorrow, hopefully, she calls me back. I hope so. And tells me that, whoa, wow, yeah, something's wrong. <laughs> Let me just bump you up a little bit. What are you going to do if she's like, everything's looking good, man? <laughs> Click. Find a new doctor. No! Because I know it's not. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, I'll if be... you if you can clearly tell oh, that something's yeah, not right, something's not right. For sure. For sure. Yeah, but hopefully, yeah, hopefully uh, maybe by next week or the week after, I'll be able to say that I feel like a hundred times better. Because I've also gained a little bit of weight, too, and that has a lot I've to do. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that has a lot to do with your dosage. Yeah. Because, oh, you know, that's true. 150 that's micrograms true. to a 180-pound person is less effective than uh, the same amount to a 200-pound person. So More effective. Or Yeah, more effective to the lighter person. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Does thyroid issues – because I've heard – People talk like fat people, and I don't mean to be mean, but fat people say, I have thyroid problems. Right. So your thyroid levels being off can mess up your weight gain, and your weight gain can change how the pills affect your thyroid levels. Yeah, it's snowball stuff. Ah, man, that's bad. Yeah, it is snowball. Well, hopefully you get what you need. Oh, yeah, I will. And Jake will be a brand new Jake for the episode following his new dosage or whatever it is he gets. All right, so let's go ahead and talk about what we have for songs of the week i'm pretty happy for both of them pretty you're excited happy about both of them wow good for you thanks man you like them both yeah yeah i definitely do um so what did you have today well everybody it's a great day for me because um my favorite vocalist has released a song so i have done weezer as my song of the week uh, several times over the course of the show. Uh, they were my first song of the week back in season one, and they were my first song of the week for season two. Or something like that. I don't quite remember. But anyway, uh, the lead singer of Weezer, of Weezer, Rivers Cuomo, he has done some solo work in the past, and I guess he's maybe potentially having an album come out, so he released a single called Medicine for Melancholy. And it doesn't sound anything like Weezer. It's not rock in the slightest. It's pop 100%. But it's good, man. I I, I like that he is doing different things on his own. Mm. Um, he, he's had a history before of bringing pop influences and the like into Weezer's music. Um, Ratitude is a perfect example of that. Uh, he, he really tried mixing a lot of pop elements in and... It made a lot of Weezer fans unhappy because that's not the sound that Weezer's known for. They're known for a very grungy uh, 90s rock sound. So the fact that he has decided to do this more poppy work on his own time and just have you know the freedom to do whatever he wants without it being tied to the Weezer name is cool. And there are, of course, there are Weezer fans that are like, this song is garbage. I don't like it. It doesn't sound anything like Weezer, blah, 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 blah. Right. I say who cares? It's his own work. He's doing it on his own time. It shouldn't matter. He can do what he wants. So here is 30 seconds of Medicine for Melancholy by Rivers Cuomo. Mm -hmm. 
think i like it i think that when you first showed it to me a couple days ago it was like i was like oh, okay this is all right but it definitely grows on you just like pop does you know like at first i was like man this dumb diddy diddy dumb diddy that's so repetitive <laughs> but it's that's like what kind of song it is right you know and it is pretty good and his vocals are um are pretty cool. Like it's very smooth sounding. I was gonna just say that he has a very smooth voice. Yeah, and sometimes it feels I don't like I don't know the the technical terms, but sometimes his voice doesn't seem to hit the right note, but it's still good. Like he's pitchy, maybe, but so he's it's still good. Slightly like, off but tune, it seems but like in a good way. Yeah, it's like it seems like he's doing it on purpose. He it's he still likes, good though. He likes um. And and you could definitely see this in the B side tracks from early Weezer albums. He likes uh, major notes. Um, if if you look at like guitar chords for Weezer songs, they're almost all tuned up half a step. Mm-hmm. So a, a normal guitar is E A D G B E. That's the tuning for the strings, and his are all tuned tuned up half a step. So it's E sharp, A sharp, D sharp. Interesting. So um, it. It's not he, he doesn't use like stereotypical notes that other singers use. So it's going to sound like he's kind of like off a little bit, but it is on purpose. Hmm. So maybe that's what you're hearing. Yeah, maybe. But it's definitely good. I it's mean, catchy. I for like sure. it the more I like it more every time I hear it. Yeah. Like I'll probably actually listen to it uh, on my own now where before I would be like, eh, whatever. I'm glad I converted you. Yeah. So what do you got for us? And I know what you got for us, and I'm excited because I like yeah. it. Yeah. Well, um, I've had time. This is feeling happiness to... right here, Jake. I, I feel happy right now. Yeah. I'm euphoric. <laughs> uh, I took a little bit of time to check out Discover Weekly on Spotify. Because you have premium again. Because I have premium again. And I don't know. I just kind of have been a little bit more relaxed with my schoolwork, like – haven't been quite so like crazy and stressed out about it for my own health's sake. And I'm still getting everything done. So win, win anyway. So I'll Which, take the by time. the way, I would like to point out, I knew it was going to happen. Yeah. I told you before even the semester started, I'm like, you're way overthinking it, man. You're, you're going to do fine. You're, you're not dumb. You're good. Right. You're smart. So you're going to be able to do everything and get good grades and mm. not have to be stressed about it's it. It's also I, nice though. Cause this, this half of the year, uh, math is coming in one week at a time. Yeah, I, I don't know if I mentioned it on the show, but I know Joe knows it. There was a mess up or whatever, and then he was just like, "All right, I'm gonna release every assignment from the first half of the semester and just make it due on the last day of the semester." So I would like pick at it little by little, and it's my worst subject. Yeah. So even when I was done for the week, I had in the back of my mind, "Oh, I still have a mountain of math <laughs> to somehow." <laughs> right, get done. right. So without that, now that that's gone, it. it makes a load of a difference that's cool um so yeah i had a lot of time to check out my discover weekly and there was one that really stood out to me 
Um, I almost passed it up, but I'm glad I waited for the chorus, as you will find out. Uh, it is called Mama's House by The Philharmonic. Never heard of this dude. but uh, I wonder if his name is Phil. Probably. Do you think? Probably Phil. Yeah. Or Philip. So uh, here's 30 seconds of that. See, uh, see if you guys like it. When I look in the mirror and say I'm independent, then they won't tell me shit. But I just have to wait till the day that I move out my mama's house. Cause I'm too old to be living in mama's house. I wanna have my own so I can move out my mama's house. Cause once I have enough, I'll be buying my mama's house. How could you be so rude when people pray for your privilege and kill to be in your shoes? So you should. So. What about that song did you love, Joe? Bum, 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 bum. Yeah, that, that nice doo-doo. Ah, oh, man, doo-doo. it sounds good. I, I like it a lot because it goes from being like a very mellow verse. Mm-hmm. Like he's just like, it's very like slow and meth- methodical. And then it hits the chorus and it's bum, 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 bum. It like picks up. Yeah. And, and I think that's a characteristic of the style of music. It's a, such an uplifting sound. Message too. too. It's, it's very good. It's great. You know, like he's saying... I don't want to live at my mom's house. I want to be successful and have enough money so I can buy her house. Right. And and it's just um, the rest of the lyrics are all like just reflecting on good times and uh, just giving that really cool positive vibe. And then halfway through the song, uh, what's his name again? Uh, Hobo Joe or something. Hold on. <laughs> Hobo Joe. <laughs> it's some real close. Hobo Johnson. Hobo I wasn't. Johnson. I wasn't that far right. off. <laughs> His style is so weird, right? Yeah, it's like a. He's just it's talking. Like a po- poetic. Yeah. Type of. It's like a singing. spoken word. Yeah. But it's 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 not even just regular speaking. I don't know. It almost sounds bad, but he does it in a way that makes it sound good. Right. It's still okay. This is like soul music, I think. Yeah. Like I think that's what, that's some good what stuff, I would call man. this. Yeah, I, I I agree. So that's what I wanted to bring because I thought that was real nice. Made me uh you know, made me enjoy really listening to that the other day. Again, that is the Philharmonic, and that song is on Spotify. I haven't checked out any of his other music, but I'm hoping it's just as good or pretty pretty damn close. The word the the name Phil, and then the word harmonic with a K. Yes. And Phil harmonic is one word. Yeah. All right. That wraps up Song of the Week for the week. I know it's never a long segment. It used to be a long segment, but it's not anymore. So let's move on to the new segment, I promise, back at the beginning of the show, Tidbits. So Tidbits isn't going to be a very structured uh, segment. Basically what we're going to do is we're going to pick a topic – and we're going to tell stories, basically. Um, this Anything that we can kind of think of. Yeah, right. This this week's topic is middle school stories. Elementary so, school, too. Yeah, so childhood school stories, yeah. basically. So basically, if either of us have any uh, little tidbit stories, they, they don't have to be long. They could be a minute or two that we want to talk about. That's where we're going to do it. And it's probably going to be heavily cited my end because uh, Joe doesn't remember anything before he was <laughs> 10 years old. I think this will be a good way for us to kind of like talk about ourselves and but, have our listeners get right. to know us better in an entertaining way. Right. Because it's not just, just us, a day-to-day thing. Right. Instead of us like, droning on. Right. 
This is going to be entertaining, fun stuff. I hope so, so Jake has eight stories over there, <laughs> stories which we probably so aren't even going to get to in this in this show. They're just little quick tidbits. So little tidbits. Maybe. So hey, throw one at us. What do you got? Okay. Paint paint the scene for us. All right, all right, guys. So remember, remember back when it was like uh, 1998, Pokemon. Was a huge thing, man. Everyone was loving Pokemon. It was all the rage. Even the kids who weren't nerds were loving Pokemon. And then us nerd kids were like, "Hell yeah, we're finally cool." And Oakley's thinking, "Yeah, I remember that." That's why I don't know if you guys could hear that in the background. Well, uh, I remember I had this one card that was uh, not all that rare at the time. It was like a, a star card, so it was rare, Machamp holographic foil, and. Uh, there was this kid who come up to me, and he traded me three uncommon cards for that rare card, and we traded. And he, then he called me an idiot. He's like, "Wow, you're really dumb for doing that." And I was like, "Excuse me." So then he just like walked off with a rare holographic foil card, and I had three cards that I still wanted. Moral of the story, guys. You know what? You really got to rethink your actions. You can't just go off trading Pokemon cards willy-nilly so are you are you saying that so are you saying that you regretted the trade part of me regretted it then i, I doubled down and i was like you know what no i'm glad that i have these three cards now that i wouldn't have had normally and i can always just try to keep getting that card again in packs why was why was why did he think you were an idiot because it was a foil because the card itself the one card that he got was more rare than the three cards that I had I in see. my young mind I was thinking well you know they weren't commons they were uncommon they're a step above common but a step below rare I'm like well three uncommons is totally worth one rare so that's just so it's it's know, how you look at slow, it then guys. I mean you're not you know you weren't dumb for that at all I don't think yeah. you stupid <laughs> he's like you're dumb and he just like walked away <laughs> he didn't he might notice said you're dumb but he was like saying how how dumb uh, basically how stupid that trade was, was you like, should wow. have worked those cards that he gave Damn. you into your deck and then played him dude and beat him well no he wasn't the type of kid who played the game he was like oh, a popular just... kid who was just going in with the fads did you play the game oh yeah Hell you yeah. actually like would build the decks and, and stuff and, um, and do that yes i never really had enough cards to have a fully functioning deck though yeah so i kind of just half butted it uh, but <laughs> I like that fun. censoring. Yeah, half butted. I remember one time. Oh man, I saw this kid. I think I mentioned it already. Um, he was like an acquaintance of mine. He asked to look through the deck of a friend of mine. No, oh no. yes, through you, a stranger. You have, you, you have mentioned this. It was a stranger, and then I saw him like really craftily pocket s- a card, s- pocket a card in his sleeve, and I, I was thinking to myself, that was impressive. Like the way he did that, but yeah. I happened to catch him. Right, man. I think he's in jail now. Is he really? <laughs> yes, he's been to jail several times. Whoa, foreshadowing, sad, yeah. baby. Yeah. That's crazy. Yep. Well, no stories have come to my mind yet, so hit us with another All tidbit. Right, well, let's do it. So one time there was a bomb threat in my elementary school. Uh, Digging right I think right I in. was fourth grade or so. This was back when like bomb threats were few and far between, and it wasn't a huge national thing, and kids just used it to get out of school, which they kind of do now. But anyway, um, no comment. Right. 
we I think it was at the this was in the middle school, right? There was a bomb threat in seventh grade, so we all went to Bloomfield Elementary School. And we were all just hanging out in the cafeteria, just waiting for like the okay to go home or whatever. And this kid that I used to that used to be in some of my elementary classes, obviously I won't name him for any reason, but he has like developing like learning issues and he had like social problems and he just like walked up to me and bit me in the neck <laughs> what? and i was like I, I can't think of because i can't use his name his name isn't tom but it's tom in this story okay i was like i was like tom why did you do that and he said <laughs> i don't know and i said you can't go around biting people man because like I was trying to be like I was like upset a little bit and embarrassed, but I I also didn't want to be mad at him because he was like right. he had problems right 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 and I was like dude you you can't you can't be going biting people like you're lucky it was me <laughs> and not some good dude who's gonna like knock you out or something. That's hilarious. <laughs> it's so weird, man. Okay, so I thought of a story. Okay. Um, Someone physically assaulting you with their teeth? <laughs> no. Right. It's not even related to that, so I don't know why I just thought right. of it. Um, it's not middle school, though, because okay. as you mentioned earlier, I don't have any memories like before being 12 years old. I was probably 13 or 14. Maybe I was probably more clo clo closer to 14 than 13. Uh, Mystery Man. Mm -hmm. I was hanging out with Mystery Man and Cody. Um, so he, right here... In town, there's a uh, the the school I used to go to when I was a kid. There's a playground out back, and if you go out into the playground and you keep heading past the playground, like walking away from the school, you'll walk through a field, and there's a little path through the woods. And if you go through that little path, it leads right to Mystery Man and Cody's grandmother's house. Oh, that's neat. She lived less than it was like a two minute walk from that playground up to her house. So when the three of us would hang out on the weekends and stuff, we would head down to the playground because it was a basketball court and, you know, whatever. We just hang out down there and play basketball, that type of thing. So we used to walk down when we were younger, but we got to the point where Cody was old enough to have a car. So Cody had, uh, we called it, or he called it, his uh, cow car. It was a mid-2000s Chevy uh, Cav not Cavalier, uh, Lum Lumineer, Lum Lumina, Lumina. That that's what it was, I believe, I, and I could be wrong. It, it could have been a Corsica or something like that, but it was white, and like half the paint on the car had chipped off. So there was like it was white, but there was gray everywhere. So it looked like a cow car. Yeah. Um. So he, we hopped in his car and we drove the long way through town to the school. Because it was springtime, and we knew that sometimes in the spring, the path from the playground up to his grandmother's house would get muddy. So we're like, we'll just drive down to the basketball court and play for a bit. So we're down there, and we're playing, and Mystery Man and I, we thought of something that we wanted Cody to run back and grab from his grandmother's house real quick. And we said, why drive all the way? Just hop in your car and drive through the field. It looks fine. It's dry. So Mystery oh, Man no. and I are on the playground playing basketball and Cody hops in his car and takes off to go up to his grandmother's and he gets like 75% of the way there. And we just see him slow down and just stop in sync. 
and he's sending like rooster tails of mud like 10 or 15 feet into the air he completely got stuck like he was like completely wedged in to the point where his door barely opened because it had sunk in so far wow and um i believe he ended up actually breaking an axle towing with his dad like he had to call his dad hey i got stuck in the field and then he like came out with his truck and like pulled him out and it like broke an axle on the car or something like that oh no it was just funny because he he didn't want to drive it through the field yeah. but mystery <laughs> man and i convinced him we, we were like it'll be fine just go for it so he went for it and uh almost man <laughs> it was so close. close of course we ran up and tried to like push him out right but we're 13 14 year old kids and we're not pushing a car out of the mud so especially that deep oh man that's too bad that his car was like hurt from that and it was probably <laughs> cow car probably kind of totaled if it broke an axle and it sounds like it's yeah he probably didn't use it after that he could he could tell you better stories than i obviously could about all the cars <laughs> he's gone through so oh. <laughs> he wow. had a Chrysler Concord that I'm thinking of that like the steering rack on it was so messed up that it would walk down the road if you turn the wheel back and forth. Like you could stop the car, put it in neutral, not touch the gas and just turn, and it would, like, turn the wheel right, turn the wheel left yeah. and it would like move its way down the road. Interesting. It, he had, he's had some weird cars. Wow. We should have him on. The next time he's on this talk, season, we can a, talk about it. A car episode. Just like <laughs> talk about all our car problems we've ever yeah, had. Yeah, seriously. Just complain You could probably fill the whole episode. <laughs> Easily. Honestly. <laughs> we've kind of done it before several times. First episode, episode with Brittany at the end of season one, I think. We kind of all talked about car issues. I know we could fill an episode. Oh, yeah. For sure. All right. What do you got? You got another tidbit for us? Yeah, the next couple ones have to do with, like, girls that I crushed on or girls that Ooh, crushed on me. I'm loving this. Well, I mean, it, there's no surprise that I was a super nerd in elementary school. What? You weren't getting all like, the girls? I didn't, no, I wasn't. You know, surprising. I wasn't playing sports, you know. I was kind of a loner. Uh, I had, like, one or two friends that I would really hang out with, and that's it. Right. Well, back then... When you're when you're that young, a lot of times when girls like you or when boys like you, uh, they'll like get mean at you. They'll like pick on you and like show their affection for you in in a bad way. Right. Well, there was these couple girls who was always like mean to me, calling me like four eyes and <laughs> and like chasing me on the playground and the stuff. The normal stuff. And I thought I thought they were they didn't like me. I was like, why would you do this to me? Well, it turns out. And it, it, there's two instances here. One in fourth grade, she handed me a note that oh my. was like, you know, the reason I've been so mean to you is because I actually really like you. And she's like, meet me at this particular spot um, on the playground. And if you're not there, I'll just know that you don't like me either. Oh, and I was wow. like, I was late for whatever reason. I can't remember. Some stupid fourth grade reason, probably. And I was like, I like you too. Like I've always thought you were pretty. And then she took the note from me and ripped it up. And she's like, "Never mind." No. So after all that, I was like, "Oh no!" So it was like an emotional roller coaster. That's horrible. This there is was horrible. This, this other girl. Yeah. This was in sixth grade. She was mean to me the whole year. Sixth grade. This is sixth grade. Wow. This is late. Yeah. She For was girls actually to still be mean. Oh, I know. Yeah. So she was still like 
advanced mean, you know, because this, again, is this a sixth grade? So she could say things that actually had meaning. And <laughs> right, carried I, I'm weight. like, why? I'm thinking, like, why is she doing this? Even my experience in fourth grade, I, I, was, I was thinking this was different, you know, but it wasn't. So same situation, except I think she told me, no, her friend told me that she actually liked me. And at first I was like, nah, there's no way she likes me and has been treating me like crap all year. Right. So then she's, she acted like super weird. I remember this was dodgeball. We were playing dodgeball and she wasn't being mean to me. Like normally she would like say, oh, your throw's weak. And, you know, cause my throw is weak. I'm not athletic at all. And, and things like that. And she just did it. So then I walk off to her and I'm like, so I, you know, so-and-so told me that you're you crushing like me. on me, like, girl. Is that true? And she said, no, it wasn't. Of course. And so there we go again. Like I let myself, I opened up and I was like, all right, you know what? She was mean to me, but yeah, you know, she's pretty. Like, I'll give this a shot. Go up, test my, take my shot, miss. Shoot my shot. The wall got a little bit higher the that day. The wall got a little higher that day. <laughs> okay. And then this, this next one. Oh was man, I'm loving these. These are so great. This next one was a girl. This was back in second grade. All right. Oh, so we, we, okay. So we went. Fourth to sixth. Now we're going back to okay, second. Okay, and then cool. I have a story about a girl in first grade. All right. I had a girl like every year. Dude, you're a little player. But you're, you're saying that but like they were you always were nerd. And... To me. I was. I was a nerd. Yeah, but and, all the girls liked you. But for they it. did. But like back then, it wasn't cool to be a nerd. So they, right. they wouldn't want to be like actual girlfriends with me. Yeah, right, right. They just right. wanted to. They wanted to like ha- get attention from me yeah. or to me in any way okay, possible. Right. All right. So girls. I know, right? Second grade, um, there was this girl who I didn't find attractive at all. I mean, remember, this is second grade, too. And <laughs> That's really young. <laughs> yeah. That's, those aren't the qualities I'm looking for in a woman. No. <laughs> I'll, get, I'll get to this. In, in first grade, I was looking at girls. I was like, I think this is pretty. She is not pretty. She is pretty. In first grade? Yes. Dude, that's like, eight, first grade, that's I'm like not seven kidding. or eight years old, I, I man. Knew, I knew who I found pretty. In first grade. Okay. In second grade, I did not find this girl pretty, but she really liked me. And there was this one day that I was hanging out at recess and her friends like lured me into this bush. Yeah. How do you get lured into a bush? Well, she, she's like, they're like, there's something in here you need to see. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> a little like, second grader brain. I, okay, right. let's go. So you're running over. I mean, it's, it's in the playground, right? And no teachers did anything. They probably was like, what are those weirdos doing over there? Right, right. Well, I guess what happened was like this girl was who liked me was waiting in the bushes. She <laughs> she tackled me from the bushes when I was close enough and started kissing my face. Whoa. She like assaulted me when I was in <laughs> second grade. And I was like, I was like trying to push her off. I was like, get off of me, get off of me. And yeah, so the wall was raised a little bit that so, day too. <laughs> it's not, it's not really assault in second. I know, grade. I know. I mean, I know. it's just kids being kids. I know, doing, I'm not. You know. Yeah. I, I and I know, I know you weren't saying it yeah. seriously. But so, it was just so weird. Like, what did she what say? A weird experience. Well, what I did can't she remember. do? I I can't remember. But I mean, nothing happened after that. Like we just continued. She just <laughs> continued like flirting with me, and I kept. Oh, so it did that. Off. That didn't even deter her, man. No, she was no. persistent because she wanted it to happen again. Right. She like, wanted me to kiss her. I don't, oh I don't my. think so. Oh my! I don't think 
So first grade, right? First grade was when I was like, all right, this girl's really pretty. And I feel like I should put my lips on her lips because I've seen it in TV. Whoa. And in first grade. Yes, dude. I okay. I had embarrassing pictures. This isn't even in my story. This is so bad. Um, I I used to draw pictures of me and like this one girl kissing really crudely. It's awkward, right? But I'm a fir- I'm a first grader, and you I have. Do you have these pictures no, anywhere? I don't uh. think so. No, but like I didn't know what I was drawing. Like I just knew that this is what I wanted to do. <laughs> That's so and, weird, and man. I guess I was like drawing these pictures, and and I put it in my backpack, and then my mom found them one day. No, and then she's like, "What are these pictures?" I'm like, "Oh, nothing." And I, <laughs> I like ripped them out of her hand and started ripping. <laughs> I remember this. I, I haven't thought of this in a long time, but uh, yeah. So that was like the end of that. That was wicked embarrassing. That's hysterical. Yeah, but yeah, first grade, I was like, dude, I I think I wanna I wanna kiss this girl because she's pretty. I just remember thinking that, and this wasn't that girl, but <laughs> this this girl who I was like, yeah, she's kind of cute. She really liked me, and she showed she liked me by kicking me, exclusively by kicking me. Kicking you where? May I ask? Like in my shin. Okay. It, like my bone. Almost probably splintered several times. Like wow. I, I, I bet you that my my leg bone, whatever, uh-huh. my femur is is not even straight because of these kicks. Wow. I mean, I'm I'm exaggerating. This is for theatrical effects. Right, right, right. But I. <laughs> Jake's messed up, guys. Dude, he's handicapped. He she would oh she would go out of her way to make sure that she could sit across from me, and she would just kick my shins all the time. I was like, stop doing that, and. I just have this like weird history with girls who <laughs> like me and showed their affection by physically hurting me oh, or, or mentally hurting me. And then when I... <laughs> these are the these are the things that I remember. This is the wall that school. Adria is trying to climb right yeah, now. Maybe. It's a wall full of shin kicks and bush tackles. She hugs me and I'm like, "All right, are you about to kick me or like <laughs> hold me down, right. kiss me against my will?" Uh, let me see if I have any other ones. Man, these are great. I love tidbits. Hmm. I wish I had more. I wish I had memories. I don't remember anything. Well, there was this other one. I mean, this is the one that started it all. Uh, I So I already told you this before we started talking. This one's kind of sad, honestly, looking back. But at the time, I was just like, what the heck? This is such an awkward situation. So there was this guy that graduated with me. And, and back in, uh, this was, I want to say, third or fourth grade. Um, his mom decided to put him on a diet and he, she had to like go through the school to make sure that her wishes were being fulfilled and he wasn't being given any extra food. He couldn't go right. out for seconds at lunch and stuff. Yeah. Well, he ended up, he, he would sit next to me. Like we were kind of acquaintances. So he'd sit next to me sometimes at lunch and he'd finish his like really small allotted food for the day, which was like a regular meal for a kid. And he'd like start crying because he was still hungry. What grade is this again? Like third, maybe fourth. I don't know. Okay. And I I mean, I felt bad for him because I mean, he was actually sad. And, but he would like start one day. He was, he just had enough and he ate all his food. He was really hungry. He asked repeatedly for seconds. They're like, no, like 
you can't have seconds. You know you can't. You're on a diet. Right. And so we had enough. And he decided that the best thing to do was to just take food off of my plate. <laughs> like, he reached his hand over and would, like, take my food and put it on his plate <laughs> and start eating it. While he's crying. And while he's crying. <laughs> this was this particular day. And, like, I was so mixed emotions. I was like, weirded out because it was awkward i'm like what like what are you doing dude it, but i was also sad and i felt bad for him right it's like stop taking my food like i don't know what to say i was like that's that's enough oh man so i just like ate the rest of my food as fast right as I could. right right jake starts gaining weight because he's eating his food as quick I as i develop he can. a condition of like my food's gonna be taken away from me so i better eat as much as i can um but yeah that was just those are all the weird things that Man, happened to I, me. I can't believe you remember. This is what happens when you go to stories. public school, Joe. That's probably it. That's things. probably why I don't have a whole lot of stories because yeah. I didn't spend a lot of time with weird kids. Right. So. Yeah, I, I I did spend a lot of time with weird kids. I was one of those weird kids. Hey, it resulted in some good stories for us, so I'm not complaining. For sure. <laughs> well, that about wraps up our show this week, guys. Thanks for hanging around. I know this was this is probably like an emotional roller coaster of a show because we started out in a real dark place. <laughs> I opened up way more than I wanted to for a podcast, but no, I don't think so. My loss I, is, is your guys. I, I, I don't think you said anything that anyone's gonna be like, "Wow." No, I know, but I don't. This there's something about like this where I know that it's just us talking, right? But i I mean i'm aware that we're being recorded but i Uh still feel comfortable yeah i feel like if if people are still listening they're not the type to be like judgy i guess right i don't know yeah i mean yeah i I don't think anyone's gonna be judging you i mean (laughs) i personally wouldn't have said all those things no (laughs) i'm I'm kidding you decided to you weirdo (laughs) it's cool i guess yeah no i i think it was a good discussion um I think it'll be interesting to, if you're okay with it, rehitting the topic again once you have the proper thyroid medication and, and your levels are where they should be and oh, yeah. see if maybe your mood is any different because I'm very curious to know mm. if, you know, I mean, it sounds like you've got some stuff that's a little more deep-seated than just having your thyroid levels off. But it's weird because, like, I swear, I don't, I don't have any trauma in my life. Right. Like, the NF had legitimate trauma. Right. If I did, maybe it was emotional. That's the only thing I can think of. Yeah. And that makes sense, I guess. But I didn't have any, like, like physical stuff happen to me. So right. I don't know. Hey, yeah. I guess, I, I guess it's something we can explore. Right. I, th- I think it'd be interesting to see, like, is it the thyroid that's causing it? Has it been for years? And I think I it know. might be exacerbating an issue. Yeah. You know, like, it's not the cause of it, but because... It's exemplifying or yeah, amplifying. It's, it's, it's making an existing condition yeah. worse, I think. Cool. Well, not cool, but like <laughs> cool, in- interesting. In- yeah. Fascinating. Fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We'll catch you next week in episode 54. 54, we'll man. Throw we're a writing, close. We'll, we'll throw a writing prompt at you guys next week. We haven't done that in a bit. Yeah. So We did that regularly for season two. Yes. Yeah. Like every other week. We, we've had <laughs> like we've been varying this yeah. season a lot and like doing different things. And I, I, I don't think that's a bad thing. So no, I don't it, think so. It makes the writing prompts more special when they happen. So. Right. All right, guys. We'll see you later. Catch you later.
Now listen up. Here's a story about a little guy that lives in, in a blue world. Our house. In the middle of our house. Our house. In the middle of our house. It's in the middle house. of our house. It's in the middle of our house. It's a house right in the middle of our house. <laughs> and it's a house that's right in the middle of that house that we just started talking about. Our house. Mm-mm. In the middle of our house. Our right. house. I'm going to need to take this from you, buddy.